Welcome back to the Freeball Zone. Take your pants off, take your notes out, check your teams. We're coming at you with the advice. We're previewing week six at Michael Shizzle, coming to you with at King Hesse, King with a one. Jackson, how are you today? Doing great, man. It's already week six. It's crazy. I know. This this season's flying by. We're almost... Oh, dude, that guy. He's he's at the car right now. Really? Yeah. Yeah, go stick your head out. <laughs> okay, so um, this guy keeps parking in front of Jackson's driveway, and he just leaves his car there for, like, days at a time. And uh, he's gone? He took the car? Damn, you missed him. Oh, thought we were going to get to throw eggs at him or something. I was I was stoked for that. All right, false alarm. Well, that's a peek into our lives here outside he of our... It. He didn't want it. He didn't want the smoke. Outside of our fancy recording studio. <laughs> um, yeah, but welcome back. Week six, uh, third of the way through the season after this week. Um, almost, you know, we're pushing halfway the fantasy season. That's like week seven, week eight. So uh, we're going to get right into it here. Um, let's start with the news. Looks like Jimmy Garoppolo is going to start this week. That's not really a surprise. Yep, not really. Um, I expected that. Chris Godwin practiced in full on Friday, which is great news for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes, adding him would be insane. They're already looking pretty good. And big matchup against the Packers this weekend. Yeah, I think they need him back to uh, to take it to the next level. Um, A.J. Brown will play week six with his knee. No surprise there. He looked amazing on Tuesday. Uh, Leonard Fournette, questionable again. And Mike Evans was limited Friday practice. Wow, so a lot of Bucks injury news. Got to uh, keep an eye on all those guys, especially yeah. if you have Ronald Jones, who I think is definitely a start. Absolutely. Um, we'll just jump right into this preview. Bye week for the Raiders, Saints, Chargers, and Seahawks. Game one we have on the docket. The Washington football team against my beloved New York Giants. Giants are favored by three points. The over-under is 42 and a half. Jackson, what you got for me? Well, I guess we'll get right to it. That's what, This is one of my uh, lines this week. Ooh. I like football team plus three. Okay. Uh, I might take the money line on that one. Uh, I like the Giants before the season, but the fact is just like a few other uh, bottom feeder teams, they just don't have the depth one, like one to the bottom of the roster. Uh, they're a bad team, and I like Kyle Allen this week. He's Scottsdale boy. He's going to start. He's playing. Uh, note, Alex Smith will not be out there risking his life once more, and Dwayne Haskins will be the number three, however. Uh, I like football team's offensive outlook. I like Gibson this week. I like Terry McLaurin for sure. I'm starting Kyle Allen because I got uh, Russell Wilson on a couple buys. Okay. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to push back on that. Um, I think we saw the Giants, although the Cowboys are really, really bad, the Giants scored over 30 points last week, and they had two touchdowns called back. It was encouraging. I think the offense took a step up, um, and this Washington defense, although much better than Dallas, is still not a great defense. They're not an all-around defense, and I think the Giants just needed that to get out of a rut. Because like I've said, they are not a 0-16 type of team. No. 
Um, they're going to have to bust out of the rut. They're at home. Um, I like the Giants in this game to win. Um, I think Evan Ingram is a volume play. Um, but again, you know, we say it every week, tight end landscape's bad, so play him. Definitely uh, play Ingram. Uh, Devonta Freeman and Slayton are not bad flex options. Slayton's uh, been looking good. Slayton was seven for over 100 yards last week. Um, so if you have to start a Giants receiver, it's Slayton. Uh, but I would pivot if you can. Devonta Freeman looked not bad, actually, and he, he seems to be the lead back in that in that backfield. So I, I could see him putting up 10 points, you know, and if he scores, you're happy with his day. But um, I don't love that play either. But Washington, man, Terry McLaurin is the only option for Kyle Allen. And James Bradbury, and if you didn't listen to the recap, go check that out real quick. Uh, we recapped week five. Um, I was talking about how James Bradbury has been a shutdown corner. He's the number two PFF corner on the season behind Jair Alexander. And last week, he held Amari Cooper to a zero production. He absolutely shut him down. And when there's only one receiving option on the field, I have a hard time thinking Terry McLaurin is going to go have a day. Uh, Terry McLaurin's very talented, but so is James Bradbury. And, I mean, so was Amari Cooper. And, you know, he's been lights out. So I, I don't like Terry McLaurin this week. Um, I like Antonio Gibson, but that's really it for me from Washington. Yeah, McLaurin, you have to start McLaurin if you have him, in my opinion. I don't know, man. There's, I feel like there's have, a lot gonna, of they have, they're going to force him. There's a lot of um, teams that have you know three, four, five viable receivers to fill you know two spots. Maybe you have a extra running back you can throw in the flex. I mean, I feel like it's a lot easier to pivot on receivers than it is running backs. Oh, absolutely. You know, so I would pivot if you can. Um, I mean, we've seen the guy play. He's he's getting close to matchup proof, so it's not the worst thing in the world if you have to, but. I don't think he's even a wide receiver three this week. Oh, I would definitely make him a wide receiver three. Absolutely. First bet of the week, Terry McLaurin? Yeah, sure. But not thir- top 36? All right. Book it. Uh, I got the Giants in this game. You took Washington. Um, I don't like the over-under. It's yeah, I mean, scary. Either. It could be a shootout. It could be three to six to I three. I mean, the teams are one anything. and nine combined. Like, yeah. What are we really expecting here? Really, really bad. Not the only game this week where we got one and nine going at it. Yeah, we got some ugly, ugly matchups. Um, all right, next game, we have the Houston Texans at the Tennessee Titans, favored by three and a half points. The over-under is 53. Well, Titans looked really good last week, but before that, they were kind of showing some smoke. Won all their games very close. They were 3-0, and but with a plus six point differential. Um, what if I told you that Derrick Henry and Joe Mixon had the exact same amount of rushing attempts? I would not be surprised. And how many more yards than Mixon would you expect Henry to have? Uh, Derrick Henry has been incredibly not Derrick Henry this year, so probably less with that blow-up Joe Mixon week. And I think he's played one less game, to be fair. He one has. less game, yes. I'm just saying on even attempts, he's got two more yards than Mixon. Oh, he still has more! <laughs> he has two more. I love that. No, but yeah, I mean, Derrick Henry's been horribly inefficient. But we know that. Obviously, you have to trust he's him. He's a second-half player. Because he doesn't slow down. The rest of the league does. He speeds up. Um, no, that's, that's, a good, that's a good little tidbit there, though. Um, who do you like in this game? I like the Titans. Uh, Texans are just a dumpster fire right now. Deshaun can obviously win a game by himself, but I don't see that. Like, he just doesn't have enough around him. Titans have a pretty solid, pretty solid roster. 
good offense and good defense. Uh, I mean, they, they destroyed the Bills last week, who was becoming everyone's favorite team. Yeah, I mean, hard, hard to hate the Bills. Um, I I like the Texans players this week. Um, Will Fuller continues to be a great play every single week. He's been a wide receiver too or better in every game that he's played except the one where he left with injury. Uh, Brandon Cooks had his breakout week last week, and I think we have to look and realize that Bill O'Brien is gone, and at least some of this has to do with the fact that uh, this team is no longer hampered by a terrible, terrible, terrible I wonder who's calling the plays now. Honestly, don't even know. Yeah, no, I don't know either, but until it doesn't look good, like I don't hate throwing Brandon Cooks in your flex. David Johnson had a good week last week uh, based on volume only. He's a volume play, but, you know, you probably are relying on him at this point. So, I, I mean, I'd fire him up against the Titans. And uh, Darren Fells is actually my favorite tight end stream of the week. Um, the matchup's really good. The Titans have not been good against the tight end. And uh, it looks like Aikens is trending towards out. So, I like Darren Fells this week. Interesting. Yeah, we've talked a lot about Texans tight end position. Yeah. And if there was one of them, we'd be down. And it looks get, like yeah. there's going to be one this week. So, keep an eye on that injury report. But I like... Um, shout out to John, one of our, our loyal listeners. He sent me a thing. Who should I stream this week? And I had originally said Hurst, which was just blech, but his waiver wire was pretty empty. And then, uh, the report about Aikens came out. So I, I was down on down for fells. So, uh, but yeah, I like the Texans. And then obviously on the Titans side of the ball, Johnny Smith is the tight end one. AJ Brown looked like the wide receiver one in his return. Tannehill continues to be disrespected. That guy can ball. He is the most efficient um, fantasy quarterback of recent memory. And if you compare, this is actually really fun. I heard this on, um, I believe Jason Moore did this last week. But if you compare Tannehill and Patrick Mahomes last 16 games, Tannehill has a better passer rating, has thrown for more yards, more touchdowns, same amount of interceptions, Um and, and people just continue to act like he's wow. this average quarterback because his career started on Adam Gase's Dolphins. Yeah, that's that's quite interesting. I mean, it's kind of cool. We could be looking into the future at Sam Darnold once he gets free of the, the Gase curse. I mean, he's gonna, Sam Darnold's very talented. I don't talented. like Darnold. Okay, we, we won't get into that. Mono then. boy sucks. <laughs> that's um, but yeah, I mean, Tannehill is an amazing start this week. And then obviously you're starting Derrick Henry. Yep. Uh, start all your Titans, man. Of course, they're yeah. four now for a reason. Absolutely. Uh, you took Titans. I took Titans. Uh, anything else on this game? All That's right. All I got. Moving right along, we have the Cincinnati Bengals at the Indianapolis Colts. Colts are favored by seven and a half points. The over/under is forty-six and a half. It's another one of my lines. I like the road dog here. I'll take the Bengals seven and a half. Uh, Burrow got shut down last week by good defense, and another one's coming up in a way game. Defense. Yes, a a, a a a very big test for the young quarterback. But seven and a half is quite a lot. Um, yeah, that line stood out to me too when I saw it. I like what Burrow and has done with the offense. I like Tyler Boyd's outlook. He's been a beast. He's clearly the the top dog on that team. AJ Green can't trust him in fantasy, but he's at least an option for Burrow to throw to. And Mixon is he's a he's an RB too. Like he's gonna put up decent numbers this week. Yeah. Um I, I have the same outlook on on the players. Um Mixon has another bad matchup, so I expect 
similar yards per attempt, but he'll get a lot of attempts, so he'll put up 10 to 12 points. Um, and if he scores, you're happy. Um, don't stream Joey this week. Um, he, he put up five points last week, and that's just... I know it was the Ravens, and I know it was bad, but there's other streaming options out there. You, you don't need to take the risk on Joe Burrow in another tough matchup. Um, not out on him this week, but you don't need to stream him, so don't. Um, how do you feel about T. Higgins? I mean, he's evolving into a nice little option for him. He loves him in the red zone, which is a very important. Yeah. Do Do we like this secondary receiving option for the Bengals in a matchup against the Colts? Probably not this week. No. I mean, it's not. I don't think it's your worst dart throw, but I I don't want to do that. I agree. Maybe maybe a deep early, like a if you're in one of those weird sixteen team dynasty type things you're gonna have to start him anyway so he does like him in the red zone he does like him in the red zone more touchdown than boy um another like one more touchdown than boyd has this Mm -hmm. season yeah no definitely um cold side of the ball (sighs) man jonathan taylor we, we keep talking about this it's i don't know if they're saving him i don't know if they're realizing that they're essentially winning games without running him into the ground so they're just deciding not to because they don't need to be but i I don't know what to, to say about Jonathan Taylor anymore. Like, you have to start him. You you probably took him in the third round. Yeah, only, only 12 carries last week. Kind of discouraging, especially in a in a close game that they lost. So mm-hmm. it's not just that they're winning. But uh, uh, kind of a weird game. They lost possession because they had a 101-yard kick return touchdown. They lost possession because Rivers threw a pick six. Uh, there was a safety that they gave up. So... All in all, that's not really a kind of the type of game that a running back's going to get a lot of work. That's true. Yeah, he, he would have had more opportunities given those uh, circumstances changed. Um, uh, I'm not starting any other Colts, right? No, Rivers has not looked very good. Rivers is like QB 35 or something on the year for fantasy. He's he's nothing. T.Y. Uh, was the best re- uh, receiver last week, but... Yeah, T.Y. finally had, like, an okay game, and everyone's, like, losing their goddamn minds about it. It's like, yo, he's been wide receiver 51 or worse every week until now, and he was, like, wide receiver 30. Yeah, it seems like the injuries have finally caught up to him. Yeah, I'm not starting T.Y. Naheem Hines has been the the holy moly fab disappointment of the year. I spent 71 fab on him after week one, and he hasn't done a thing. They just stopped using him. Yeah. They stopped using both of them. It's I, I think it's because they're cruising. I mean, not for nothing. They're they're three and two. They they should be four and one. I think they could have put their best foot forward against the Browns and they didn't. So, um, I think they could have won that game. But yeah, I'm I'm not I'm out on all the Colts except Jonathan Taylor. Uh, who do you have to win this game? Uh, this is my lock of the week. Whoa! Oh, actually, no, it is not. Okay. <laughs> uh, wait. Who who's fucking playing this game? Bengals Colts. Oh, Colts. <laughs> Seven and a half is the line. I like the Bengals for points, though. Bengals That's for points, lines, Colts yeah. to win. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seven and a half is way too much. I, I would agree with that one for sure. I, I, I might take Bengals to win this game, honestly. Ooh, upset. I'm here for it. Um, all right, next game. We're rocking the Falcons at the Vikings in Minneapolis. The Vikings are favored by four. The Another other toiler is 54, yeah. Which is weird because, like, the Vikings had a really bad first two weeks, but they've played competitive games since then. They just haven't won. Yeah, well, they choked last week. Yeah, they like, they don't seem to me like a one in four. T- yeah, I know. They cost me 100 
dollars last week. Pissed me off. But uh, two very disappointing teams. Yeah, my outlook on this game is, is going to depend a lot on if Julio plays or not. Julio will play. That has been confirmed, and it's also confirmed that Cook is out. Wonderful. That makes our decisions a lot easier. Um, if Julio's playing, I like the Falcons' offense. You can play Ridley. You can even play Gage if you need to, if Julio's playing, because that seems counterintuitive. We explained it last week. Just the offense runs different when Julio's on the field. So, um, Todd Gurley is the RB11 on the season through five weeks. So I think you got to keep playing him until he disappoints. But we, I, I keep like talking bad on Gurley, waiting for him to bust, and he hasn't busted yet. He hasn't yet. So His knees haven't yet. <laughs> I'm still scared of that. I, I, he's always scared of me because of his knees. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, I he's certainly not him. the most confident start. But if but you respect to those who have stuck with him. Yeah, like, you're probably this. winning, too, because you got – Pretty good draft value on him for RB11. Um, anyone else on the Falcons side of the ball? I don't like Hurst. I mean, nah. if you're still streaming tight ends, I guess, but I don't like Hurst. Uh, Dan fired. Interesting to see how that might change the Falcons, see if they're a little bit hungrier now. Loosen them up a little bit. Man. Yeah, that's... Is Matty Ice gone? Yeah, he has to be gone. I, I wonder... I don't think they trade him because he's been a franchise guy, but I think they kind of tell him, hey, hmm. your time's up. We're gonna potential fit, suitors. We're gonna get you out of here. No, I I think he just retires. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I, I could think of a team that could use him. If it's the Bears, I'm gonna throw my computer <laughs> at you. <laughs> oh man, it's like the Philip Rivers experiment. It's no the same thing. Way. You take a big old washed, no average quarterback. Matty, and put him Matt Ryan team. is way better than Rivers. Yeah. Okay. He's younger. A couple. He's years. better. Yeah. Uh, Vikings. Adam Thielen is the wide receiver one, still. Like, every week we're kind of just like, yeah, Adam Thielen, you know. Oh, another good game. He's the wide receiver one in standard, half, and full PPR. The guy is just eating. I, I don't understand how it happened, but you're obviously starting Adam Thielen. Yeah, and you're six super touchdowns. pumped to do it, too. Certainly helps. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, he's Kirk Cousins' favorite target and really only target. Justin Jefferson's the secondary look, and then he, Je- Jefferson's got more yards than Thielen does. Yeah, well, he's he's over the top guy, but yeah. uh, you know Adam Thielen gets every red zone target, and he he just gets open. He his route running is so crisp, it, it's beautiful to watch. Remember when Kyle Rudolph was a good fantasy option? Yeah, good. seven catches the for good old days, seven catches in five games. I actually have a fun little uh, tight end stream this week. Hmm. My boy Irv Smith Jr. Good six catches in five games. Well, solid. He had five catches last week. Oh. For 60 <laughs> yards. Interesting. And he got a red zone look. And I've kind of been waiting on Irv Smith to take over because that should have happened at the beginning of the year and they should have just done it, but they've been running two of them and Irv Smith's just been used on blocking plays and, and stuff like that. But. Um, if you need a dart throw tight end, I don't hate Irv Smith. He's more of a watch list guy than a play, but yeah, I'm just I'm waiting for the Irv Smith breakout, and I'm so excited to be early. Shout out to Jason Petropoulos for putting me on Irv Smith. Um, yeah, I that would be lit. But um, Alexander Madison getting a start, and he looked good last week, over 100 yards. Yeah. Um, so we got a quote from Vikings head coach, and he basically said, when we put they call him Matt there for some reason. 
So he's like, when we put Matt in, our game plan doesn't change in the slightest. It is exactly the same. We have full confidence in him. He's literally Dalvin Cook 2.0, and he literally proves why running backs don't matter. But he will have a great game this week. If you have him, you better be playing him. I don't care who you drafted. You are starting Alexander Madison. I don't care if you have four running backs ahead of him on your depth chart. You are starting Alexander Madison. I mean, he was always like the top uh, handcuff. Yeah. He always has been with Cook's injuries. If you have stashed him, this is why. So do it. Play him. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. And obviously, you like Justin Jefferson. This Vikings offense looks way better ever since Jefferson started playing and having a role. So Yep. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Great streamer this week. I know, I know you're always afraid of that dud game, and I don't blame you, but he's playing the Falcons. I know, and for that reason, I still can't trust him. <laughs> he's going to throw for three touchdowns, and he's going to have a great week. So Kirk Cousins, I like him as a streamer. Um, I would stream Kirk Cousins over Joe Burrow. I would not at all. No? I would never even consider streaming Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Do you think he'll he's finish terrible. better than Joe Burrow this week? This week? Yeah. No. He's just terrible, man. Do you want to double bet this week already? Maybe. Uh, sure. Okay. Honestly, <laughs> he's just, I think he's really that, he really is that bad. Let's throw it down. I, I'm in for it. Would you start him over Gardner this week? Who are the Jags playing? Uh, the Jaguars are playing the Lions. No, I'd okay. start Minshew for sure. All right. That's fine. Uh, I have the Vikings to win this game. Oh, this is such a bad game. It is I'll in, take the Vikings. It's in Minnesota. I'll take the Vikings. Yeah. I'll take the Vikings. Okay. Yeah, not a great game. Uh, sliding on down to our next matchup and what could be canceled again because there was a Patriots test positive today again, which is just obnoxious. Isn't it so funny how they, canceled they had like, the most preseason opt-outs and now like they're the team that's been hampered the most? Yeah, that is weird, honestly. Did they know something? Maybe. Maybe Bill Belichick has it and he's just like, no, you know what it is? I bet Tom Brady had it. And then he was kissing everybody on the mouth oh. before he was leaving. <laughs> Honestly, that does make sense. <laughs> and he gave it to the whole Super organization. Spreader. And I hear if you get it by makeout with another man, it lasts way longer. Really? Yeah, it's like a triple COVID. They call it COVID-57 instead of COVID-19. So I need to do some research. Yeah, keep an eye on that. <laughs> uh, Broncos, Patriots. Patriots favored by nine points, 44 and a half over under. Cam is back. So I'm taking back my Broncos pick because Cam is playing and Gilmore is playing. Yeah, I really – I wish this game was played last week. Yeah, I did. me too. I do. Because Jerry Judy would have been such a sick play with Gilmore out, but now he scares me a little bit. For what it's worth, Drew Locke is back. Drew Locke. Oh, really? Fant is back. Drew Locke is playing? Mm-hmm. And it looks like well, Melvin, Melvin Gordon, despite being an awful human and driving drunk, is also cleared to play. He had a DUI this week, and he's playing on Sunday. Yeah, I guess. Gotta the, love the NFL. <laughs> I don't know what the – yeah, right? I Once you see a video of something happen, we triple the suspension. But if you get a DUI, you can play. That's – good job. Good job, Goodell. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know if this game's going to happen. I don't know. I'm scared of all the Broncos because they're all either coming back or facing unfortunate circumstances against a rested Patriots Bill Belichick coach team. Mm-hmm. With yeah. a good defense, uh, I stay away from all the Broncos, at least for this week. Uh, yeah, I'm going to make this easy for you. You're not streaming Locke. If you have Fant, you've lived without him, you can stream tight end one more week. You don't need to start Judy. He's barely a flex with Gilmore on the field. 
you've lived without Cam this far, and although Edelman has a great matchup, we don't even know if this game is going to happen. So I am out on everyone from this game. If you Edelman have questionable the, as well. If you have the Patriots' defense, who's a very good defense to have, hang on to them. Maybe roster a second defense, which I will never advise you to do, but drop your worst bench piece, pick up another defense, and be ready to pivot. Uh, that's about my only suggestion for this game, though. If it's played, I'm taking the Patriots. Agreed. Okay. Nine points, though? Absolutely not. Depends how healthy. I want to see how healthy the Broncos are. Yeah. Um, all right. Moving right along. We have the Baltimore Ravens favored nine and a half points at the Philadelphia Eagles. 47 and a half is the over under. I mean. Our resident Ravens fan. Ravens are going to win. Uh, of course. Easy. But the most Easy interesting uh, player in this game is Trent or Travis Fulgham. Is it Travis? Travis. I believe it's Travis. Travis yeah. Fulgham. Uh, the Eagles have been begging for receiving options for the longest time. And yep. I mean, Greg Ward was their last savior, college quarterback. And now this guy who's come out of nowhere is their new one. How, what do you think about this guy? He is the wide receiver two on points per game, and he's played in only two games, but it's over 19. The guy is absolutely eating. He is so good. Um, he looks like a kid who had an opportunity to shine, and he said, I don't care that we have a bad matchup against the Steelers. I don't care. I, I'm going to show out, and I'm going to do my thing, and that's exactly what he's doing. And he's doing it on a field with players who've been in that system, who've been in that locker room, who've had opportunities for years now. J.J.R. Sega-Whiteside, Greg Ward, Zach Ertz, who is so washed. Holy moly. Talk about disappointing. And there's nobody... Carson Wentz, I know you love to shit on Carson Wentz. He but was still terrible last he, week. He was terrible, but he's had nobody to help him, and out comes this guy no one's ever heard of before his first snap, and he puts up two back-to-back top-five fantasy weeks. I mean, you got to love that. I, I'm playing Travis Fulgham in the one league where I managed to get him off the wire. Yeah, I like him for sure. Yeah. Um, other than that, you're starting Miles Sanders. He is, he might be the only true workhorse left in the NFL. Um, I, I would have said uh, Clyde, but Zeke? that's done. Oh, okay, and Zeke. Um, you know, you could say Cook, but he's always hurt. So I'm running out of workhorse candidates. But he plays over 80% of the snaps, and... He's really, really good, and although he had a pretty inefficient day against the Steelers, he managed to bust off a really long touchdown run against one of the best rush defenses in the NFL. So that tells you how good he is. Keep playing him. Keep being happy about it. Um, but, yeah, Ertz is washed. If, if you're rostering Ertz, I don't know if I should tell you to just keep rolling him out there and wait for the one good week he's inevitably going to have. No. Or to just start streaming, but I think it's time to let go. He had one reception last week for seven yards. That's... It's pitiful. Um, on the Ravens' side of the ball, Hollywood, after my rant about fantasy analysts, you know, licking Hollywood's toes, actually had a pretty decent week. He went six receptions on 10 yards for 77 yards and a touchdown. Nothing crazy, but it was a good week. Yep. Um, and, I mean, I guess he's, he's a good flex play. If you if you have him, I I still don't like him. I don't like his outlook based on his and one yard rushing. Yes, he did have a, a rushing yard, uh, but if if Lamar is only gonna run the ball two times a game like he did last week, and obviously that's not a thing. But if he's gonna run the ball less than we're used to, 
and he's going to throw a little bit more, then I guess Hollywood is a is a flexible player for now. Um, I'm not touching the running backs. They're all no. all three of these guys have between 95 and 105 snaps played this season. Wow. Yeah. That that was a fun stat that I heard. You know that they're keeping track of that on purpose. Oh, 100%. They are trying to keep other teams on their toes, change the pace, keep everybody fresh, keep everybody healthy. Um yeah, I mean, you can't start any of them. In order, I'd say Ingram, Dobbins, Edwards, but you can't start any of them. I would agree, yeah. It, I mean, the Ravens, they get to choose how they play with their food, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and you're starting Mark Andrews, of course. Yes. Let me ask you a question. Hmm. Are there better options than Lamar Jackson? This week? It, going forward, until he, he does something. Are there better options? Well, yeah, there are a few. I my problem with maybe four or five Lamar Jackson like, most when you draft a guy like Lamar Jackson right yeah he that is one of the hardest positions to surrender and put on your bench because of the draft capital you spent because it's a quarterback he was drafted very high and it was such a reach he's the quarterback eleven he has ninety nine point seven six fantasy points on the season Russell Wilson has a hundred and fifty. He like, he well, has is just a god, right? But Patrick Mahomes has 140. Josh Allen has 140. Dak had 140. Kyler Murray is 135. Ryan Fitzpatrick has 108, and he's probably on your waiver wire. At what point do you do you say until Lamar shows that he's going to run the ball? Because that's why you took him early because of those rushing touchdowns and those rushing yards and those fantasy high productive types of plays that he's no longer doing. At what point do you stream? Uh, unless you swung like seven rounds later and got like Rodgers or something, you, you got to keep rolling with Lamar. He has three more season points than Derek Carr. And you'll love this one. He has five more season points than Carson Wentz. <laughs> like, it, it's tough, man. And I'm looking at names on this list. Ryan Fitzpatrick, always a streamer. Tom Brady, always a streamer. Jared Goff, always a streamer. Deshaun Watson, somebody per- may have dropped him because he had a few disappointing weeks. Um, you know, you have Andy Dalton stepping into Dak Prescott's role. I, I don't know. No. I don't know. Maybe. Andy Dalton, you can't consider Andy Dalton over Lamar. I mean, not yet. I'm just saying at what point do you start to think about it? If I'm, a Lam- I'm glad I'm not a Lamar owner anywhere, but I'm concerned. I mean, if your team sucks and you have Lamar, then perhaps you might yeah. think about it, but no. He can carry you. Okay. We will see then. We will see. Um, I have the Ravens to win this game, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Cool beans. Next game. We have the Browns at the Steelers. Steelers are favored by three and a half points. 51 is the over-under. Mr. Closet Browns fan, I have a feeling you have a lot to say about this game, so I cede to you. I love the over. 51. I think both these teams are going to come out firing. Division matchup, eight and one combined in Pittsburgh. This is going to be a sick game. This is probably going to be the second game that I'm watching in the morning next to the Bears. Uh, and I say that as a Closet Browns fan. I love all the Browns. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not the receivers, though. When I say all the Browns, I mean only Kareem Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> so when I say all the Browns, yeah. I mean none of them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you can't trust Baker this week. Steelers' defense is too good. See, I wrote start them all. 
Um, All the Browns? The Steelers have a... Here's the thing. The Steelers have a pass-funnel defense. They have a very, very good running defense, and they challenge you to throw on them. We watched Darius Slayton catch two touchdowns on this team from Daniel Jones. I, I see no reason. And here's the thing. Kareem Hunt is matchup proof, so you don't have to worry about the rush defense and the, the tough matchup there, and he'll catch passes anyway. But I, I think that Baker could get something done in the air. I think Odell is fired up. And I'll tell you what, as a Giants fan, when Odell gets in a rut, it's tough because he's such an emotional player. It's very hard to get him out of it. When he's on top, he flies high. And I have said, and even though he wasn't great for fantasy last week, um, he had a good NFL game. And that's a good NFL game following up an r- amazing NFL and fantasy game. This team is rolling high. They're 4-1. and one. I like Jarvis Landry this week. His target share went way up. And, I mean, he's a PPR guy. That's why you have him. Um, he saw 10 targets last week. Mm-hmm. So I, I like the, the receiving options this week. I, the I like Austin Hooper as a tight end Hooper, streamer. Hooper scares me. The thing about the Browns that they do that always scares me is they love play action passing on the one-yard line yeah. so much. They do that a lot. They do it a lot. And <laughs> They got three tight ends that they will throw the ball to. So it's you're at Baker's mercy at that point because when that play action happens, it's probably not going to Odell. It's probably not going to Jarvis. It's going to Hooper, if anyone. And But you got to get lucky. There's a Ho- Harrison Bryant, and they got another. And Joku, right? Is he playing? Um, he came off the injury report, but he was not involved really last week, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm not, I'm not tripping on it. I'm Austin Hooper has been seeing a decent target share, and... I don't feel the need to keep saying this, but the landscape is so bad. It's like it Austin Hooper or Mike Gesicki or, you know, who are you going to play? I'm I'm going to play Hooper. I like Hooper. I would start Austin Hooper over Zach Ertz this week. Oh, yeah, for sure. So um, take that for what it's worth. But, uh, yeah, I mean, don't start Baker. But I, li- I like all the Browns other than that. All right. Um, Steelers side of the ball. Deontay Johnson is out. I am crying. Because I love him, and I started him. This is now two, two play weeks in a row, and the bye in the middle where he had less than a point because he left with injury. They don't need him anymore. I know. I'm a little worried. They got Claypool. It looked like the young god, the Mapletron. <laughs> Have you heard that? Uh-huh. I love that. Um, it looked like this team was looking to get rid of Juju. It looked like this team was going to move on from him so they don't have to pay him huge money because they have all these young options. But now... Deontay Johnson rest of the season is starting to scare me a little bit. He was leading this team in targets by a lot. He looked really, really good. Um, and now he's out again. Concussion, then it was, I think it's a knee or a shoulder. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, it's multiple injuries too. I hate to, I hate to give bad analysis here, but it's multiple injuries. It's just, it's always something with him. So I'm worried. On that note, if you got, if you won the Chase Claypool sweepstakes in your league, you start him this week, and you get excited because sure. he is going to do things. Maybe, start maybe not four touchdowns. No, 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 not four touchdowns. But he's going to do things this week. He, he's going to get a huge target share. Um, love Big Ben as a streamer this week as well. He's going to eat. I do. That's why I like the over. Yeah. Yeah, I think both teams are going to go Claypool, hard. Juju, Connor, Ebron's a good tight end streamer, as good as anybody else. Yeah, Might sure. catch a touchdown. Um I, I even don't hate James Washington just because uh, if, if, we're, if we're thinking 51. That's and pretty deep. If we're gonna, it is very deep. But if we're going to go over, 
and you're a team that's hampered with injury. Let's say you have Chris Godwin on your team, and you have, honestly, Deontay Johnson on your team, and now you're reaching to your bench for receivers. I don't hate James Washington plugged in in a, in a deeper league. Um, he's as likely to catch a touchdown as anybody else. So, But, yeah, start your Steelers. Um, who do you have to win this game? Browns. See, I did too, and I just talked myself out of it. I am taking the Steelers to win this game. Brownies. Um, I'm not touching the points, but I like the Steelers. I think they're going to go hard. I want to see the first place Cleveland Browns, 5-1. and one. It would be fun. I would be happy to be wrong about this one. Um, it's always great when the Steelers lose. But All right, anything else from this game? Oh, All right, next game, we have your Chicago Bears. One and a half point dogs in Carolina to the Panthers, 44 and a half over under. Before you, you go all Bears fan, I'm going to jump in. Here's what I've got for you. Montgomery is a volume play. Robinson is an every week play. Graham is a tight end streamer in a barren landscape. And that's all I got for the Bears. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty nail in the head. Okay. Uh, Panthers... Kind of similar because they have a really tough matchup against a very good Bears defense. I have Robbie's the volume play. Mike Davis is going to eat because Mike Davis is a great player. Holy cow. And that's all I got for this game. That's all who's playing. Uh, Talk to me as a Bears fan. Tell me the things I don't know. Okay, well, Robbie Anderson kind of scares me from a fantasy perspective. Mm, Bears defense, we've only given up one touchdown to receivers so far this year. It was a two-yard touchdown to Mike Evans. Wow. That's um, a wild stat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Johnson and Kyle Fuller, both dogs, way more turnovers and touchdowns they've given up. Jalen Johnson, second in the league in passes defended. Kyle Fuller leads the league in fumbles forced uh, for defensive backs. They're getting it done right now. Mm-hmm. Robbie Anderson has not been as much of the over-the-top guy as he has been before. He might need to this week, except for we have one of the best free safeties in the league as well. Uh, okay. We've talked about Mike Davis a lot as a team. He was actually on the Bears last year. We know how good he is. Nobody's taking him lightly. Mike Davis, revenge game. He is not. He's <laughs> not going to sneak up on anyone this week. Uh, he's going up against the defense that he practiced against for a whole year. They know how this guy plays. They know what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, for that reason, uh, I can't trust anyone on either team except for Allen Robinson. <sighs> You're going to get me all fired up about my boy, Mike Davis. That's that's it. Allen Robinson's the Mike only one Davis, I feel completely safe about. Who sat behind Christian McCaffrey for two weeks is the RB9 on the season. And he is averaging 15 fantasy points a game. He is so good. He's so good. Revenge game. You got you said you guys cut him for David Montgomery. We did not cut him. Oh. Trade him? We just signed him for one year. Okay. Well, it's a. Uh, I'm gonna go the revenge game narrative. I'm hyped to see Mike Davis go ham, and especially if the secondary's been as good, I'm gonna see a lot of dump offs from game manager Teddy. Yeah, that, even if he catches nine balls for ten yards, that's nine points. I haven't thought or much about four this and a half, game, to be honest. On your scoring, I really haven't. Panthers okay. started zero and two, and now the three and two, three straight wins, pretty impressive. And cardiac bears make no sense. That's um. That's really good analysis, though, for the receivers because I kind of figured Robbie, he got 13 targets last week, and I figured that was, that's a safe number. Um, 
But I, I guess if he, you know, he might not produce. And it's not like, I mean, look at the teams we've gone up against for these receivers. Lions, we're missing Galladay, but yep. the Lions. Giants have good receivers. Falcons mm-hmm. have good receivers. Colts have good passing options, I guess. Sure. And Buccaneers have great receivers. Godwin yep. didn't play. Yeah. And you're keeping them all to low scores. No, that's a good point. Um, the player I'm most concerned for this week is DJ Moore, especially since he's probably the second-highest draft capital player. You know, I took Allen Robinson and DJ Moore back-to-back in a league. They were the... I had the 12 turn, and they were my 3-4 picks. And DJ Moore is obviously underperformed, and without the big one play he had last week, he had another disappointing week. Mm-hmm. Five receptions or um, to Robbie Anderson... or five targets to Robbie Anderson's 13 targets. So I'm way out on DJ Moore this week for sure. Another interesting thing about the Bears uh, last week after our uh, left guard tore his pec, he's now out for the season. Mm-hmm. After he tore his pec, we rushed for minus two yards. Ooh, that's tough. So, Monty <sighs> scares gonna me in- going forward as okay. well. Yeah, that's going to As much as I love the guy as a player. Montgomery stock. I really wish we got Le'Veon. Yeah, <laughs> that's tough, man. Um, who do you have to win? You're not going to be 5-1, and one, are Give you? Me the Cardiac Bears will find a way again. Oh, my they, We will find God. a way. This is crazy. Watch the Bears go all the way to the Super Bowl, and I'm just here every week shitting on them. <laughs> That's nuts, Darnell man. Mooney, interesting streamer. He's clearly the second best receiver on the team, much better than Anthony Miller. Yeah. Uh, he's, I mean, he's an over-the-top guy for sure, but he, he's shown some pretty good route running ability. Stash yeah. him if you can. Yeah, stash I'm not playing him, but you can stash him. Um, I'm going to take the Panthers here. Mike Davis is going to take this game over. Big, all right. Big day for Mikey D. Um, all right. Jumping right along. Last game of the morning slate. We have my Detroit Lions. Three-point favorites at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Another toilet bowl. 54 and a half over under. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game, other than the fact that it's going to be I like both the quarterbacks show. because of the fact that it's going to be a shit show. If I told you DJ Chark was out, would you change your opinion on no. that? No. Because he is. Is he out? Yes. Doesn't change my opinion. And the last time that DJ Chark was out, this offense looked like trash against the Dolphins. That's true. But this game is in Jacksonville. Uh, the, com- the teams are combined, what, 2-7? and seven? I think we're going to get Florida man vibes from this game. It's going to be a crazy game. We're going to see 300 yards from both quarterbacks at least. Mm. Okay, so what receiving options do you like for the Jaguars then? I like LaVisca. He's shown some promise as young receiver. I think he's he's a weekly start at this point. Yeah. Wide receiver, three flex. And they like to get him involved in creative ways as well. They give him jet sweeps and, yeah, he's fun. and rushes. Keelan Cole's not a bad guy. I mean, he, he gets red zone targets. He was leading the team in targets for the first three weeks when Chark was sort of out, limited, not doing great things. So, and if it even needs I could to be see said, a game there, yeah. James Robinson, like he he gets catches and he's their workhorse. He's an absolute start every week. Yeah, he's I guess go there, there's the week. Miles Sanders workhorse comparison, James Robinson. Yeah, um, I mean it's kind of tough to say because he's an undrafted rookie. Yeah, but I mean he's getting it. So, yeah, I'm absolutely starting James Robinson. I don't like. Minshew as a streamer this week just because of the lack of Chark. Like, I think he could have a good game, but you probably have better options. It's same same with Joe Burrow. It's like, he could be great, but I'm, I'm not tripping on it. Um, as for the Lions, I love the Stafford stream this week. 
Um, I've been singing his praises all, all. I was singing it all off season, and I was singing it all year too. He is such a talented player, and Matt Patricia is the reason he has not had a chance to thrive. Uh, Kenny G is going to have a big day. This might be the Marvin game we've all been waiting for. TJ Hawkinson is my favorite tight end stream. Um, he's almost pushing to be a weekly start, just again with the tight end landscape. So um, one thing I will say is coming off the bye, I like to think that maybe somebody took a look at this team and said, we have to do something different. Let's get DeAndre Swift more involved. So you're not starting him but you should keep an eye on him. If you have him, you should try to hold him a little bit longer because if he becomes not the workhorse, but the, the majority holder in that backfield, I believe he will be productive. His time will come. His time will come. And Adrian Peterson, not for nothing, had an illness this week. Mm. Apparently he was back in the building today, but okay. I wouldn't be hear. surprised if he was limited. So keep an eye on you can't limit him. DeAndre Swift. <laughs> you can't limit AP. He's going to be 65. He's He's going to go. He just wants to play till he's older than Frank Gore because he's. I love it. He's that competitive. I love it. That's my theory. Um, but yeah, I, I love all the Lions options this week. Yep. Um, sure. I'm picking the Lions to win this game. The Lions are going to start their comeback. They're only one and three for what it's worth. They will be two and three after this week. And my prediction of the Lions doing well in this division will live on because the Vikings are underperforming in their record, and the Bears will inevitably collapse. Uh, I like the Jaguars <laughs> especially as three-point dogs. Okay. Here we go. Some more parody. I love it. This um, might be the Matt Patricia gets canned game. That would be amazing. Dude, if Matt Patricia gets canned, your Lions stock just shoots up. Your DeAndre Swift stock shoots up. Pick up Matt Stafford. I'm throwing a party if Matt Patricia gets fired. but. If Matt Patricia and Adam Gase got fired in the same week, I'm blacking out. I'm blacking out for <laughs> seven days in a row. <laughs> um, all right, next game, we're moving to the afternoon slate. We have the New York Crowders versus the Miami Dolphins. Yep. Uh, Jameson Crowder has played in three games. He's gotten 13, 10, and 10 targets. He's only played in three games, and he's the wide receiver 23. He is the wide receiver three in points per game. I don't know how he's doing it, but he is the ultimate PPR, half PPR, wide receiver machine. You are starting him, and he is probably going to be a wide receiver one again. I, I don't like you calling them the New York Crowders. I think they're the New York Gores this week. <laughs> uh, Frankie Gore. You're, they're 0-5, <laughs> man. They, Joe Fla is Joe Flacco Frank starting Lane again? Gore, yes, he is. Joe Flacco is starting they suck. They have nothing Elite to play Joe. for. They gave, They give up. They hate their coach. They hate everything that's going on. They have a 37-year-old running back, Hall of Fame potential running back. Why not just give him the ball like 20 times? Because Why you not? give it to him 20 times, he's going to rush for 48 yards. <laughs> Bet. And maybe a touchdown. <laughs> just take it. Like Just give up. <laughs> give Frank Gore the ball. I want Frank Gore to get as much work as possible. It's watching greatness. It's like... It's like when you turn on a Miami Heat regular season game and Udonis Haslam comes off the bench for like the one minute at the and end. And you of the get game. hyped and yeah. there's no reason and why. He does nothing. <laughs> like he maybe gets put on a poster in those 30 seconds, but let's go. Frank Gore. I'm on the Frank Gore train this week for sure. Bad. I'm starting him this week. Oh my God. I hope in, you lose. In one of my leagues, I'm starting. I hope you lose. <laughs> you want to triple up on bets this week? Yes, I, I bet Frank you Gore. Frank Gore does not get a touchdown. Bet he's in my touchdown draft. All right, bet. <laughs> Oh man. Easy. Um 
Dolphins side of the ball. Fitz is the QB six, dude. You out? You have to start him this week. If if sure. he is still on your wire, start him over everyone. He's playing the Jets. I don't care if you have Patrick Mahomes. Okay, that's a little extra, but you get what have I'm you saying. Seen that guy's beard. Every Russell Wilson's on a bye. So unless you have Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes, I want you to start. Or Fitz. Kyle Allen, then start Ryan <laughs> Fitzpatrick. Allen. You mean Josh Allen? No, I mean no. Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen. Because I'm different. He's different. <laughs> uh, Fitz, I do love Fitzpatrick. Fitz is a stud. I think Parker's a top 10 wide receiver this week. Gaskin for sure. Um, Gaskin. Interesting that they were the more finalist work. for Le'Veon. Yeah, I think that was more of a revenge on the Jets thing than it was a they want to spread the ball out. Because they literally paid Jordan Howard and Matt Breida to give the ball to Gaskin a million times. Yep. So uh, I don't see that changing for Gaskin. He's a great volume flex slash occasional RB2 if he scores. Gasicki's a good tight end streamer, again, based on the um, the landscape. And Preston Williams, I would prefer not to stream him. Yeah. But he's playing the Jets. So it's true. It's always everybody a, eats when you play the Jets. Boost. Absolutely. So, um, I have the Dolphins to win. I take the Dolphins. I'll take as the well. points. Nine and a half. Sure, I'll take it's the easy peasy. Um, all right. Second afternoon game. This is my favorite game this week. We have the Green Bay Packers favored by one point at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Over under is fifty five. Wow, that's. I like the over. Yeah. Um, Aaron Jones, another example of a workhorse running back. Mm, no, he has a huge. He gets. I mean, he gets he, a shit he's, ton of work. He at least. scores like one, but he only plays like forty-five percent of snaps. Huh? Yeah, or f- sorry, fifty-five percent. The other forty-five is split between Jamal Williams and uh, that other guy, what's his nuts, and yeah, Dave. I I hate how Matt Lafleur does that, but it is what it is. I can never say Matt Lafleur because I always want to say it like Ben Stiller, Lafleur, Lafleur, Matt Lafleur. Um, no. Packers. Best movie of all time. That's a great movie. It's 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 up there for sure. Uh, Devontae Adams is back, so you're starting him. Duh. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. Aaron Rodgers is going to eat. You're starting him. Duh. Um, I don't hate MVS as a dart throw, but I don't like it either because there's a new number two in town, and his name's Robert Tanyan, and I am driving the Robert Tanyan train. I don't care what anybody says to pump the brakes that he won't continue. He is clearly a favorite target of Rodgers. Rodgers has always had somebody short over the middle, and he's always had players who could fill into that role throughout his career when he's been dominant. The past few years, people have been out on Aaron Rodgers. Why is that? Because their wide receivers are all, you know, he had Geronimo Allison. He has MVS, the long guy. Devontae Adams was hurt all last year. Lazard kind of popped out. They had no one at tight end. And now all of a sudden, Aaron Rodgers is really good again. And Robert Tanyan, dude, is a tight end five, and he's only played four games. He's Aaron Rodgers' number two target. We're, pro- we're projecting 55 points. That's an implied point total of, let me do some math, 28 for the Packers. That's four touchdowns. Tanyan's going to get one of them. Sure. I love Robert Tanyan. I'm playing him. I traded for him. I love him. He's in this tight end landscape. You have to you have to ride guys like Robert Tanyan. I agree. Um, what do you think about the Bucks? Any anything else on the Packers? I mean, Aaron Jones, duh. Yeah, and that's kind of all I got. So, I like the Bucks 
for what they have. Uh, if Godwin plays, for sure, you got to put him in. Is Evans has been limited the last couple of weeks? Well, he's limited. He was limited in practice. And you know who Mike Evans is matched up against? Jair Alexander. Yeah. I My hot take is don't start Mike Evans this week. I think you have to. I think you have to, but I also still, think you can. He's still the number one guy in the red zone. But Jair Alexander has shut down the top option every single week all year. Evans, get, he wins those jump balls. <sighs> he wins know. them. doesn't yeah. matter who the corner is. He wins the jump balls. If they get down to the like five-yard line, that's where the ball's going to go. I like Ronald Jones. I like Brady. Uh, I think this could be a pretty high-scoring game. I would love to see Rodgers and Brady, two old men, slinging it at each other. Uh, <laughs> you just go to LA Fitness if you want to see that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Rojo's good to go, right? Rojo is locked and loaded until he fumbles and mm-hmm. he gets benched. I you mean, the Jones show at running back to back weeks over 100 yards. Good for him. Um, he's proving to be, he's he's taking his opportunity and he's doing the most he can with it. And Fournette's limited, so keep riding, Rojo. I don't disagree on Tom, but I'd rather go somewhere else. And I'm very, very, very weary of Mike Evans, especially if he's been limited and he's on Jair Alexander. It's tough for me. I I understand a fully healthy Mike Evans wins those jump balls. I don't know if a limited Mike Evans. Brady or Watson this week? Watson. I'm going to go Brady. Okay. Um, and Mike Evans, for what it's worth, it's an ankle. So yeah. he's going to be Same a, as a little week. slower. He'll be less crisp. Not jumping as high. I don't he, know. He looked fine last week. It's it's a little scary. but It was a Thursday game, too. I feel you. He, he had some time to rest. Um, who's going to win this game? Uh, I like Tampa at home. I got GB, Aaron Rodge, doing the thing. Completely unbiased pick, by the way. You and your closet Bucks fan dumb as well. No. <laughs> I just hate the Packers. Yeah, fair enough. Um, should I play the song? I can't wait till I have a soundboard. <laughs> Drop the Bears Still Suck on You. They don't. Be great. I know. It's they just, do. It's so They fun. really do. I love that song. <laughs> um, all right. And to Sunday Night Football, we have the Los Angeles Rams favored three points on the road against the defending NFC champion 49ers. What? 0-3 at home. 51.5 over under. For the Niners. Yeah. <sighs> Jimmy G playing, but he was just bad last week. They got manhandled by the Dolphins. It was tough to watch last week. It was real tough to watch. R.I.P. Jarek McKinnon's value. Yep. Toast. He was a he was a beast. He, I mean, not necessarily a beast, but he was playing very well with the touches he got. And last week, they just didn't give him the ball. He had one carry. Well, I'll tell you why, man. Raheem Mostert, literally, he gets 10 touches and he gets 90 yards. Yeah. He they is, just had no chance that game. He is such a good player, and he continues to be like people. They got fixed. They, couldn't, they weren't allowed to run. And Jimmy G is not a slinger that can bring you back in a game that you're losing. No. He's, he is a very good game manager, but he's a game manager. Um, and Raheem Mostert's so good, man. They don't need to give the ball to, to Jet McKinnon. It sucks, but it's true. Um, I love Mc, um, excuse me. I love Mostert this week. He's stupid efficient. I love Kittle. Just duh. You gotta love Kittle. But I don't want Debo. I don't want Ayuk. I, I like Debo. I think he's a really good player. That's I. I think he's a really good player too. But after what I saw last week, I'm very cautious on this offense. 
and you've probably figured out how to survive without Debo up to this point, I think you still can. I trust him just because I trust Kyle Shanahan. Okay. That, that's fair. Um, Rams. Running backs. Nah. Nothing. I'm out. Can't do it. All of them. It's a platoon. Mm-hmm. It's even worse than the Ravens because the Ravens you can at least kind of rank. Yeah, right? These this guys, is, yeah, it's like a, Henderson a, a should be played shoot. here, but we're going to play Brown, and now Akers is back, and that just makes it even worse, and I don't. If you're going to stash anyone to use later, it's probably it's Akers. Acres. It's definitely Akers. If you have Henderson, hang on, because he's had some RB1 games, but I'm not excited about any of these guys. Um, Goff is a meh streamer because, yeah, they he got... always f- is. They got fits last week, but this is still the 49ers, and they could just as easily bounce back and be dominant again as they could fold over and be bad all year, be mediocre. Um, Woods, you're starting. Cup, you're starting. Tyler Higby, dude. I I think I'm out. Yeah. I traded him for Johnu, or I traded Johnu Smith for him before week one. Tough. It was all like I'm. Shoot, I would be five and zero oh in that league, like easy if I had Johnu. Um, I think you have to be out until you see something else. He is playing all the snaps, but he's blocking. And Gerald Everett is playing 20% of snaps and out-targeting him, and he's getting weird gadget play work. And this is just Sean McVay, like, being Sean McVay. And it's it's a shame because Tyler Higby... I wrote an article about this, brotofantasy.com. Go check out my article. Tyler Higby literally was had the most productive five games in tight end history last year to end the season. And they extended him during those five games. It everything made sense for him to take over and be the guy and be a dominant tight end in this league, and they're just not gonna use him. It's a damn shame. He deserves the work. That's the McVeigh. That's the McVeigh way. Um I'm out on Higby. Stream somebody else. Sure. I have the Rams winning this game. Uh I'll take the Niners to finally get a win at home. Okay. I win four at home. I just can't see that. That's fair. That's I just I watched the Rams clap. Washington last week and it, it's hard to and I watched the Niners get clapped by the Dolphins and it's hard to just reverse both of those you know yep it's tough um it'll be close though it'll be a great division division game uh next game is the one of the Monday night games it's the Cardinals one and a half point favorites at the Cowboys um I got Cardinals in this game to win over the Cowboys, I mean, you're starting Kyler. DeAndre Hopkins, despite Kyler's inefficiencies throwing, he hasn't been a great quarterback option. He's still the wide receiver eight. Eight? Yeah. Wide receiver eight on the season. Um, you got to be happy with Kyler. You got to be happy with DeAndre Hopkins. Number five in standard, I might add as well. He's getting the, Oh, no. I'm sorry. He's the wide receiver four. He was he's the eight in target value. He's the four. Yeah, D Hop is D Hop. He'll be fine. Yeah. Um Kenyon Drake. My guy. <laughs> so bad. Not his fault. I think I've been over it plenty of times. They have plenty of op- uh, offensive depth. They don't really need him to be the guy a lot. Against the Cowboys, though, definitely start him because the Cowboys defense has been so bad. Yeah, that was my thing with Drake, is I was like, if he busts against the Jets, you can be done. And then he sort of busted, but sort of didn't because he found the end zone and he got 18 carries, but he was very meh. Yeah. And now he's playing another bad defense. 
Chase Edmonds, however, continues to catch five passes or more a game and only get three or four carries, and he's still outperforming him in fantasy. Do you do you like Chase Edmonds? I don't think I like him as a weekly starter, but yeah, I do I against mean, the Cowboys. I, I like sure against the Cowboys. Y'all starting this week. Um, against the Cowboys, I'm I'm not even against streaming Christian Kirk if you have a a guy on a bye. Um, I am streaming Christian Kirk this week because I have I have to. Yeah, I I don't like Christian Kirk. I think he's incredibly inefficient, but the odds of him getting an over the top pass from Kyler in this game are very high against Dallas. He's a Scott Still boy as well. <sighs> Shout out Scott Still boys. So he um, could very well go off for like five touchdowns this week in a deep league. I have Andy Isabella on a 16-team dynasty league with three wide receivers and two flexes. Oh my god! I know it's talk talk about trying to set up a lineup sucks, but I'm starting Andy Isabella this week. I don't even hate the postman Dan Arnold because you know tight ends and maybe he catches a touchdown in this very high-scoring game. So I'm here for all the Cardinals. Uh, what do you think about the Cowboys? I like all the Cowboys, even though, I, I mean, I don't think this... Oh, th- I think this is going to be a very, very high-scoring game, as every Cowboys game has been. Yeah. Andy Dalton's going to come in. He's a veteran guy. He knows how to run an offense. He's going to distribute the ball well. Um, I like all the receivers. I like Zeke. I like Dalton Schultz. I like Andy Dalton, even, maybe. I think Dalton Schultz becomes the casualty Dalton the Dalton situation. You don't think Dalton the Dalton is going to become a thing? That would be very fun. But Andy Dalton's never been a tight end guy. Um, he had Eifert for like one year where he was relevant. Um, and then like Jermaine Gresham, I guess. But I I think Dalton Schultz is the the casualty of the Dak situation. I, I don't think Andy Dalton can do what Dak was doing at as high of a volume. And I think someone has to get cut. And I think it's Dalton Schultz. All right. Um, but again, stream them. Why not? Because tight ends suck. Who do you have to win? I like the Cardinals. Yeah, I also have the Cardinals. Um, sweet. And finally, our last game of the week, we have what will probably be the most fun game. We have the Chiefs minus five points in Buffalo. 57.5 point over under the highest of the week. What are your thoughts on this second Monday night? It's Monday afternoon. It's like 2 I'm p.m. I'm hammering here. the over on that game. Really? Even oh, after yeah. that poor performance from the Bills against the Titans? I'm hammering the over. Both teams are hungry. They both just lost after being undefeated. Yeah. Monday night, big conference matchup. Two quarterbacks that are trying to like prove that they are the top dogs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Mahomes, Mahomes is the top dog. Yeah. Lev Bell will not play, you said, you told me earlier. Le'Veon Bell won't play. Uh, no, he, so NFL COVID protocols means he will not be able to join the team until Wednesday. So he will be able to play next week. So this is the Clyde Edwards-Hilaire backfield owning swan song. This will be his last opportunity to give you that ceiling that we all hoped for. And going forward, we may see Lev Bell take a whole lot of work from Clyde. Mm-hmm. Who was already not scoring touchdowns? The Chiefs can be insane. Yeah, I I mean this was a great NFL move for the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs' odds to win the Super Bowl just went way up. So they were already pretty high. Yeah, um, I like the Chiefs in this game. Sammy Watkins is out now. Sammy Watkins sucks, and I think we all know that. But the problem with Sammy Watkins is 
the Chiefs end up with three over-the-top long-target players, Tyreek Hill, Michael Hardman, and Sammy Watkins. Without Sammy Watkins on the field, Michael Hardman becomes the clear number two. Obviously, Travis Kelsey's there, but in terms of long wide receiver plays, I love Michael Hardman this week. I think he's going to be a wide receiver two, and he's probably a decent waiver wire. Um, there's a decent chance he's on your waiver wire, I should say, or maybe you have him stashed on the bench, but this is a great week to play Michael Hardman. Sure. I'm very excited. I about like it. the logic on that. I'm very excited about it. The Bills had a weird week. I still think you're starting all your Bills. John Brown comes back. Um, and you should be excited about it because they're a great football team. Mm-hmm. Diggs is a baller. He's been balling out with Josh Allen. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I have the Chiefs to win this game. I'm yeah. not taking the points. I'll take the Chiefs as but well. But I'm going to take the Chiefs to win this game. Um, okay. Let's move on to our lines. What is your first line? I know you kind of mentioned them in passing, but just to reiterate. Bengals plus seven and a half of the Colts was my first one. Okay. I, I like ha- the young team. Nice. I'm taking for the probably fourth week in a row, I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals uh, minus one and a half over the Dallas Cowboys. All right. Second one, I got a football team plus three at the Giants. And I actually have a hot take for this game. Oh, you, you texted me today. You said you'll love my hot take. I don't know that I will, but we'll see. It's going to be the game is going to be in New York if I if I'm correct. Yep. And we will there will be zero season ending injuries on the MetLife turf this Oh, week. that's a fun hot take. I don't it's know a, if it's I, a hopeful hot take. I don't know if I believe it, but it's that's, very that's a fun hot take. I'm I'm here for it. You always hate to see that. Uh, my second line is the Titans minus three and a half. Um they looked so good against a really good Bills team coming off of a week where they didn't even practice, and now they get to play the Texans. Sign me up all day. All right. Four points is easy. What's your lock, man? My lock of the week, the Cleveland Browns. Once again, second week in a row, they will be my lock. Plus plus three and a half. I'm not taking the money line. The three and a half points is very appealing at the Steelers. I think if the Steelers win, it's going to be a very close game. Uh, I think it's going to be a very high-scoring game, very fun game. Give me the Browns, three and a half. Okay. I'm here for that. Uh, my lock is Packers minus one against the Bucks. I don't think the Bucks. The Bucks have shown flashes of greatness, and then they lose to the Bears, and they're three and two, and they're meh, and Mike Evans Thursday is game. hampered. It's thir- it is a Thursday game, but uh, Jair Alexander, Chris Godwin might be back. Uh, I don't know. I... Packers, man. Packers, one point is so enticing always, and the Packers, it's hard to bet against the Packers. Like, I wouldn't take plus one on the Bucks, so I'm going to take minus one on, on the Packers. Easy enough. All right, and finally, our favorite part of the week, we move on to the touchdown draft. I am six and four after I tried to go safe. I went one and one last week. Thanks, Alvin Kamara. You are five and five. Mm. What is your NFC touchdown of the week? NFC, I like Alexander Madison to find the end zone against the Falcons. Great pick. That's very fun. Yep. Uh, stepping into the top dog role against a shitty Falcons team, I, I see no way that he doesn't score. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's a great selection. Um, I'm going to go one safe, one risky, because that seems to be my formula for success before last week or the last two weeks. In the NFC, I'm going to take Aaron Jones. Super high-scoring game, playing the Bucks. Aaron Jones coming back from a bye week. The guy's a beast. He's going to eat. Implied point total of 28. We're both hammering that over. Mm-hmm. Packers have to score a bunch of touchdowns. Aaron Jones finds the end zone this week. 
What is your NFC selection? AFC? Yep, that's my, what I meant. My <laughs> AFC selection. Father Time will lose yet again. Oh, dear God. Father Time will lose yet again because Frank Gore will score a touchdown against the Miami Dolphins. God damn it. Dude, his kid is in college. And he's going to score the day before. Oh, my God. And it's going to be on SportsCenter. <laughs> yeah. Look at this father-son combination. Exactly. Touchdowns in, within 20... The first father-son combination to score that touchdowns within 24 hours. <laughs> that would God, be sick. God, they do such stupid stats on ESPN. Um, all right. I like a hot take. You might go negative this week, though. You don't want to be negative. That's not... Frank Gore scoring is not even a hot take. How many touchdowns does that guy have in his career? <laughs> How many... <laughs> That's bait. I'm not even touching that. Uh, <laughs> AFC, I'm going to take Miko Hardman. Uh, I just ranted about him about a minute and a half ago, and I'm so excited. Miko Hardman's going to go over the top this week and score a touchdown on the Buffalo Bills. He's going to make Josh Norman look silly, and I'm here for it. Love when Josh Norman looks silly. I hate that guy. Uh, lock it up. Miko Hardman, AFC Touchdown of the Week. Interesting. Gore, his career no <laughs> number, to, by back, the way, back to Gore is 98, and he will hit the century mark this weekend. This way, you're locking up two touchdowns? Two touchdowns, easy. I'll tell you what, I will give you an extra point in All the right. touchdown draft if he scores two. Frank, if you're listening, I'll man. give you your extra If you're your listening, I know you're listening, Frank. Oh, Help man. me out here, man. All right, guys. Well, hey, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at FreeBallinFFPod. Um, give us a follow. Interact with us. Send us your start sits on Sundays, Sunday mornings, Saturday nights. We love all that stuff. DM us for questions, trade help, literally anything. Uh, we love to do it. Shout out to John. Um, he's one of our regular advice seekers. He's the man, one of our biggest fans. Um, but I know there's more of you out there because our ratings keep going up. So thank you guys for listening every week. Um, if you like the show and you want more content from us, go on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd be so kind, give us a rating on there. That really helps boost our audience. Um, so if you're enjoying the show, we'd love and appreciate a rating on Apple Podcasts. And um, I forgot to set up the Patreon this week. I mentioned it on the recap, but we're going to start a Patreon. So I'll have it up next week, uh, patreon.com slash whatever I decide to name it. And um, that's going to do it for us this week. Jackson, where can they find you? Find me on Twitter, King Hesse with the one. King Hesse with a one. Uh, find me on Twitter at Michael Shizzle. And uh, check out my other podcast, The Ramblewood Podcast. Just did another episode yesterday. Really fun. Really good to be back recording with my buddy Parker. Talking about nothing, getting drunk. It's a great time. So that's all. The free ball zone is closed. Put your pants back on. Put your notes down. Crack a beer. It's Friday night. Yes. Enjoy your weekend. Watch some football. We'll see you for the recap next week. Light up. Thank you.